And welcome to another edition of Coast to Coast. I am your co-host, Brian, a.k.a. Beyond 716, here with the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Whittle 2K. We are here. Whittle, it was 227 days ago since the Bills last played football against Cincinnati Bengals. It feels like an eternity, doesn't it? We are now a mere four sleeps away from the first game of the season on Monday Night Football. And what a setting it's going to be. 9-11, we all know what that brings, what kind of elicits a lot of emotions, especially for you and me. You got the New York Jets, national TV, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, can you believe it? We are almost here. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, but before we get into anything else, uh, the picture that was uh, the first picture that came up after our, our intro was uh, our former Buffalo Bills and Tampa Bay receiver, uh, Mike Williams, who um, I understand right now. We thought he was had, had passed away, but uh, Mike Williams is currently um, on life support in a uh, medically induced coma right now. Um, our, our prayers go out. You know, to the uh, to the family and the friends of, of Mike Williams and and to the Buffalo Bills and and Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers fan base and 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 organization. You never want to see one of your own. Um, you never want to see anybody in, in this type of predicament, but um, you know, especially it hits different when it's one of your own. Uh, we went through this last year with with Demar Hamlin, so. You know, we are definitely cognizant of how big and how important this moment is. So, you know, we wanted to, well, I, you know, we wanted to start this off the right way and, and you know, and, and ensure that, you know, we gave gave some love, sent some love and some prayers his way. So whatever your belief system is, you know, whether it's good vibes or it's prayer to a higher power, you know, send it send it towards Mike Williams and his, and his family and his loved ones, and, you know. Absolutely. And, yeah, so um but with that being said, like you said, man, we got uh we got football, bro. We got football, you know, yeah. we got games that matter. Um yeah, it's time to go. Like it, it's it's definitely time to go. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I have been waiting patiently with a, a sour taste in my mouth um since uh pause that, but since the uh, Cincinnati game, and you know now, you know now we're here. So, um, with that being said, man, we'll, let's let's get right into it. The Buffalo Absolutely. Bills name, they named their starters. Uh, not a lot of surprises, but a couple of names that uh, surprised us already. Um, Christian Benford, cornerback number two. To me, that was a surprise. To me, that was a surprise. Uh, I, I thought it was a Dane Jackson, Kyrie Elam thing, but. You know, Benford, Benford's the better core. Benford to me is the better zone corner guy. He's uh much more physical than uh Dane Jackson, a little more athletic as well. Um, if you remember back when we played Miami last year in week three, yep. Um, the only thing that freed uh that that freed uh Jayla Waddle from the the car seat that he was strapped into was uh was 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 our boy Christian Benford breaking his hand. Um, six round pick out of out of Villanova, like you know, we he was a ringer, man. We knew he was gonna be good before the draft even started. So, you know, they 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 got the Buffalo Bills got some inside information. And hey man, here we are. So um what do what do you think about the other star? 
I mean, just real quick on Benford, he ended Whittle, right? I mean, some people will say, what does that mean about Kyrie Elam? What does that say about Brandon Bean? But I look at it as the draft as a, as a whole, right? Okay, maybe so far Elam has had mixed reviews, but he may have hit a home run here with, with Benford. So for me, it's it's not about where you picked it out. It's how you play when you get here. And, and kudos to Christian for going out and taking that job. So on that front. And also right. uh, we do have uh, Terrell Bernard at middle linebacker. I, I would say I was just a slightly surprised, I guess. I, I thought maybe they would, maybe McDermott would go with the guy he knew a little bit more in Dotson, but you and I have spoke about Dotson a lot and just the gaps he has at his, you know, inability to fill the run gap, you know, some system inefficiencies there. I think the time is now for Terrell. We got to find out. It is baptism under fire. This is a tough matchup Monday night against one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. It's going to be a big challenge, but I, I think it's time. We got to find out. It's week one. You know, we all know it's going to take time for them to gel and evolve, and we're playing for November, December, and January. So why delay the inevitable at this point, in my opinion, on that front? And yeah. What you uh, say? Oh, go ahead. Will. No, I'm sorry. So we'll go. Uh, we got coaching in the, in the comments. Man, I appreciate everybody checking in. Uh, no, yes, Dodson. You. Yes. Uh, Terrell Dodson has played. Uh, his play has ensured that the guy who took no snaps during the preseason and um, pretty much was out with an injury is going to be the day one starter in Terrell Bernard. So, uh, yeah, no no Terrell Dotson. I mean, listen, we, we love Dotson as a, as a depth guy, but, yeah, man. We love we love him as a depth guy, but, I mean, that, that's about it. I do not want to see him start. Um, we saw him in big – we saw him play big snaps last year against Minnesota. It did not look good. Um the, the the moments he did play against the Jets, they weren't great. I, he he has not played well in, in in game action, especially last year. So um he's been he's been good in other years, but I mean last year mm-hmm. he was pretty bad in coverage, pretty bad in his run fits, even in the preseason this year, missed tackles. And I mean like like you you're missing tackles and you're not even slowing people down. So um yep. yeah, I think it's a good I think that's a, a good move by by uh by McDermott and something that McDermott never does is start rookies. And that leads us to the next guy. Uh, they call him Cybo, uh, Osiris Torrance. He is huge. Okay. Arguably the best guard prospect in the draft this year. He fell to us in the second round at 59. I was super surprised to see him there. Um, I was kind of hoping for a linebacker in the second round because I thought Torrance would be gone by then, but I, I don't see how you pass up on a guy like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It, it, you it, know, it's maybe that's, awesome. you know what, Will, maybe that's part of, of McDermott's evolution, right? You know, we, we talk about players and how, you know, is Josh going to learn from things he, he may have could have done better or things like that. We see it from coaches. We don't talk about that enough, right? It's not like they come in the league week one year one and they've hit their peak. They, they learn, evolve. Even, even Andy Reid in his days in Philadelphia, we spoke about it. I remember the clock management issues that Eagle fans used to complain about for hours and hours on WIP, right? And just the weird decisions he would make and things. With, it, it, look how long it took Andy Reid to get there. Not not saying McDermott is Andy Reid, but I, I, I'm just trying to make a parallel to, hey, maybe we are seeing some changes. I, I wanted to ask you about Dotson. Do you think once – Kirksey is ready. Do you think Dotson's days are numbered on this roster? Do you think he gets sent to the practice squad or flat out waived? 
Um, I, I think I think he ends up on a practice squad. I like he he is he is solid depth because he has shown us in the past, you know, not not last year, but definitely 2021. Like he showed you he could play in in in, in, in small spurts. Uh, nothing too, nothing too major. Like he's not a guy you want to hand hand a green dot to, but he he plays well in spurts. So I, I'm not mad at that, man. I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. If they bring if they put him on a practice squad, but Kirksey's a better player. And and look, the Bills just they keep managing to find they keep figuring out ways to get better and stay cheap when they do it. So um, you know that's been the theme uh, this off season was get better in spots and remain financially flex- as flexible as possible and they've been able to do it uh but with that we're going into that we you know the the active roster hasn't been named yet i think that's probably going to come out tomorrow of who's going to be active and inactive i i'm not sure who's going to be inactive yet but my guess would be uh ryan van demark on the offensive line and mm-hmm. uh alec and probably van demark no, no, no. Actually, no. Probably not Vandermark. It'll probably be Ifetti because he's he's new. He hasn't been here. He, he just got here a few like what Agreed. a week ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even. Yes. Um, yeah, about a week. Yeah. So uh, I think he'll be inactive. I think um, there's been talk that maybe Puna Ford's inactive. I don't know how true that is. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I would think that they would maybe go with a guy like Tim Settle. Uh, being inactive, but but we'll see, we'll see. Um, I think Kingsley Jonathan's inactive, um, yes. and that's probably man. Like I don't know. Like I think we got to keep as many corners as possible. There was talk that maybe Kyrie would be inactive. I I don't see that happening, man. I, no. I, I Garrett Wilson's too good. Garrett Wilson's too good of a receiver to to have one of your better man press corner. Your actually your best man press corner. In street clothes, like I, I don't see that happening. So, you know, I, I don't know, man. They they got some decisions to make on who's on the final forty-eight. But um, without further ado, uh, I have to apologize. I had some. I was trying to line up some special guests, and it did not. It fell through. Um, I, I do. I do believe that these gentlemen will be on this show at some point this season. But for right now, this particular show, we were not able to um, make it happen tonight. I-, I thought it was confirmed, and, you know, it is what it is. Here we are. Uh, we did manage to to get some 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 guests, though. We did manage to get some guests, some, uh, some Twitter superstars. Uh, the Dilf of Jets Twitter, uh, my buddy, he is a... I, I'm like super fan is, is like a bad I, I think that's a bad term or yeah. it can be taken in a negative connotation. But when I say it about about my man Petey, like he he's a super fan. Like this guy bleeds green 100 percent And um, you know, I he's a friend of mine. Like this guy's got my number, he can call me whenever, you know. And I like he pulled up to our tailgate last year. We chopped it up, we had a few wings and and talk, man. This is this is a good dude. So, without further ado, let's bring Petey to the stage, my guy. Petey, what's, what's up, up Petey? man? J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, there we go. <laughs> what's up, man? What's Welcome up? to what's Coast up? to Coast, man. 
thank you. Thanks for coming on, Petey. I thank, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, there it is. We see that on Monday night. Right? Right? just for you. All right. We see it on Monday night for sure. For yeah, sure. first of all, my condolences to Mike Williams and, you know, the Bills family and all that, you know. I was at the Dennis Bird game for the Jets, and mm -hmm. that was really traumatic, you know, especially I was, you know, 1991. I think I was 14 years old, and, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. It was like it, it was sad, man, you know, and I'm like, Dad, you know, what's going on? And, you know, it was just I didn't know. Like, I was young, but now, you know, it's just unfortunate when something like this happens. So, but beyond, it's nice to meet you, Whittle. What up? What up? You too, Whittle. So I'm ready meeting. for week one. This is uh, yep. this is real exciting. Thanks for having me too, by the way. Of course, it's our brother, pleasure. Course, so. but we we didn't stop. We we did not stop there. Um, we also have uh, another Jets fan. Um, he, I don't I don't want to say he's new to the spaces. I think he's kind of new to really interacting on the level that he has been lately, but extremely knowledgeable. Like if you know, if you know me from spaces on Twitter, you know that there are spaces where I can talk trash and then there are spaces where we talk ball. And this gentleman I'm bringing up now, like he talks ball. He's one of the few level-headed Jets fans <laughs> on Twitter. You know, well, Petey, put the guns away, man, please. Jesus. Come on, guys. <laughs> they're not. That's they're the thing Twitter, man. Hold on, to the gun show, man. Nice. Uh, nah, I'm yeah, right. You see that? Nah, don't blush, don't blush, bro. We're gonna bring. You don't have to, man. You don't have to, man. Are we on a delay, bro? Twenty-four. What did Mike? I'm on. I'm on a delay here. A little bit. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me. Um. Should I go on my okay. computer? All right. No, you're good, PD. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good, bro? We'll just all right. We'll we'll adjust. <laughs> we'll adjust. Um, we're gonna bring uh, uh, Paul to the stage. He goes by Viz. Uh, um, like I said, man, extremely knowledgeable guy. Let's get Viz to the stage. What's up, y'all? Viz, what's going on, hey, man? Yeah, nice I appreciate you. you. Yeah, yeah. What's going you on, too, man? Leon. It's good to have you, bro. Yeah, chilling. Like, like I've been saying to kind of everybody in the spaces, you know. We've been talking all off season, back and forth. Like you said, there, there's times when we can yell and scream at each other, but there's times when we chop it up and talk ball. And uh, I'm ready for all that that talking to kind of slow down and let the teams kind of speak for us. We still got a few things to, to talk out here uh, leading up into it. I'm sure some points that you guys want to know about the Jets, and and I'm ready. I appreciate you having me on. And and, and good to see you, Petey. Uh, no doubt, man, no doubt. <laughs> Likewise, bro. Uh, and we 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 could not we could not have a live show without uh, bringing in the mayor of Bills Mafia. Uh, this man does so much <laughs> for the Bills Mafia community. Um, he's a superstar. Listen, you can find this man. You can find him at any any Bills game, home or away. Playoffs or regular season, um, you may see him. You may see him at a tailgate. You may hear him in a space yelling at somebody, or you may see him on a golf cart yelling uh, on a golf course, yelling at his phone. 
hacking somebody up. Ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of Bill's Mafia, the one and only Warlock Six, aka LeSean Jermaine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the stage. He's driving right now, but you know. What's 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 good, what's up, everybody? Bro? My bad. What's bro. up, man? I had, Look to, at this. I, had to, I had to pick my daughter up from work, right. so my bad that I'm on the phone driving. It's all good, LeSean. Thanks for coming on. What's up, Leshawn? You good, man? I'm, I'm just glad that you were able to come more with us. What up, Petey? Yo, yo. This is great. What are we talking about? Well, we're we're getting ready to set up the matchup, Jets, oh, Bills, Jets, Week One. I I had a question for the Jeff fans to start, especially you know, Petey. I've known you longer, on you know, and Paul. I look look forward to get to knowing you. But Petey and I, you and I are about the same age, right? Where do you put this game in terms of, you know, we've seen the Jets in the mid-2010s on the Rex when they had a couple Super Bowl possibilities there. In the 80s, you guys were excellent. Like, what do you think the buzz is going to be or at the stadium that night compared to some other games you may have seen or some other times in Jets, in Jets history as far as you've been a fan? I mean, it's that's a great question. It's going to be, to me, top-notch. I've been to the playoff games. You guys can hear me, right? Yep. Yeah, right. loud and clear. So, Paul, what's up again? Uh, I think, you know, this is going to be like on a level that we've never seen it at MetLife. Like MetLife opened up in 2010. I mean, we opened with the Giants at home on a preseason game. It was a playoff atmosphere. Unfortunately, the Jets have only had two home playoff games since I've had season tickets. You know, I've been going, you know, for a long time. But the Jacksonville game and the 2009 Patriot game, you know, there, there's handfuls of games because, listen, I'll be on. Jets haven't been really good, but they had that stretch with Parcells and then Herm, and then we had it with Rex, and then that little bullcrap year with Fit, Fitz, Fitz Tragic, I will call it, not Fitz Magic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just – I think it's going to be deafening there. I really do. Like, it's going to be a special atmosphere, and – I think, you know, the Bills fans are going to enjoy the atmosphere. It's going to be fun, man. It's it, We're under the lights. This is – this is uh, I'm really excited, man. Like, this is one of the most exciting games it's been for me to go to with all the anticipation. Yeah, I, I agree. You consider just 9-11 Monday night, Aaron Rodgers' debut, just hear those jet chants to start the game. Like, that buzz, I just get chills thinking about, you know, we're, we're all going to be at the game. I yeah. think it's going to be one of the best atmospheres to start a game any of us have ever been a part of. I, I truly oh, believe that. And beyond, you know, just to come off of that point, because I don't want to take up too much time. You know, I was at the 9-11 10th anniversary when they revealed, you know, the they opened the memorial. Man, uh, there wasn't a dry eye in that place, man. I mean, even you could see, like, even Tony Romo was teared up, Sanchez mangled. There were firefighters crying, you know, like, and, you know, it's a, you know, it's a real somber day for, for us Americans, you know, and, Absolutely. and, and I will never forget, you know, um, I always try and go to like a flagpole that day and get on my knee, you know, to pray. So, um, it's going to be emotional to begin, but, you know, we got to play football. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Viz, so, man, okay. um. Yeah, sorry. Uh, is it so? Uh, Jets fan, um, very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable Jet fan. Um, if you want to speak a little bit about 
uh, 9-11 and how it's meaningful to this era, uh, this to this area or, or to, to the Jets, uh, you know, take the time to. Uh, I have my own personal story and, uh, you know, I'll share a little bit of that when, when you know, after you get your opportunity. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go back and, um, you know, I got my Jets fandom inherited from my father. Uh, one of those things that, you know, I think we, we all carry it with the family. A lot of us do. And he was lucky enough to be able to, um, you know, catch the train back when the Jets practice out near Long Island and uh, go to the practices, watch Joe Namath. And just just with 9-11, I'm 30 years old. So I remember I was in I was in second or third grade when it happened and he picked me up and, uh, you know, it was me and him together. Me and him, you know, he passed down his Jets fandom to me. I was at the 9-11 game last year when we opened up against the Ravens. And Petey, to your point, like this game against the Bills, I already know, opening up on Monday night with Aaron Rodgers, that place is going to be absolutely electric because last year half the upper upper deck in the bowl wasn't even sold out with the Baltimore game. But you felt it. You, you still felt it in the stadium, just – how much that means to everyone as Americans. I was actually sitting next to two people from London who were on holiday and they said, we want to come here because it's the New York football team playing on the anniversary of nine 11. So not just us as Americans, but people around the world and the impact that it has, um, you know, it's something that I don't think any of us, we all have our own story, but we, we really can't speak on it just in how important it is to to us as Americans and everybody across the world. So it's, it, it's going to be special for sure. Um, you know, I, I really don't know what else to say about that. You guys are in for a treat. Uh, I, I'm sure they're going to do something special for everybody. Uh, all the fans in attendance and everybody there, you know, that moment of silence across the nation, that's going to be one of the most watched football games of the year starting off. Yeah, no you you're you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct on that. Um I uh my little personal story on uh 9/11. I was uh I'm going to date myself a little bit here. I was a freshman in college uh when it actually happened. Um and I remember being in class. Like I was in class when this was going on. And some, I was in uh was it chemistry. I think I was in chemistry. And um just sitting in class a regular day, man. And uh, mm-hmm. somebody ran into the classroom, was like, somebody ran into the classroom and to grab like a student and pulled her out, pulled her out of class. And then another student looked on their phone and grabbed their stuff and ran out of the classroom. And the professor's like, where are you going? And, said, and um, she said, my father works in the towers and a plane just crashed into the, into the tower that he works in. So she ran out and everybody like we go out. So I'm, everybody gets up and go outside and we're standing in like the, the common area of the, uh, of the, of the hall that we were in for, for classes. And we're looking and, um, there's like, the, there's this TV and the, and the big TV in there. We're looking and we're watching as the second plane hits the tower, bro. And that was like, it was a surreal moment. Um, I had just joined the 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 military, so uh, I, I 
took off and I, I grabbed all my stuff. I let my professor know, I say, hey, I'm in the military. I'm sure my unit's going to call me. Sure enough, like um, the very next class that I went to, the uh, military advisor for the school came in, called my name, said, you have a phone call. I went to the, I went to the office, got the phone call with my unit saying, go home, get your stuff and report back as soon as possible. So, um, well, we just lost Lee Sean, but he'll, he'll be back. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm driving home. I'm on the Garden State Parkway flying, bro, like literally flying. There's no traffic out there, nothing. And um, a police uh, a police car pulls me over. I, he's like, hey, you know what's going on? I said, yeah, I'm in the military. You know, yada, yada. He said, all right, no problem. Escorts me home. I get home. My mother and my sisters are there, like my small sister. They were very small. And you could just see it on her face, like, my son's getting ready to go to war. So it was crazy, man. Like, that was a very, very emotional moment, even to this moment now. I mean, I I hate to change the flow of, you know, we're getting ready for a football game. But, you know, that there's some perspective that needs to be, uh, I think, that needs to be pointed out here. You know, we're, we're getting, we're sitting in, in the comfort of our homes and getting ready to go to a, a football game. Our teams are playing. And there are soldiers overseas that are going to be watching this game. And 9-11 means something different to uh, to everybody for different reasons. So definitely shout out to all of the soldiers. Shout out to all of the uh, military members. And shout out to the families that lost loved ones to the to the to the crashes and to the uh, to the, the health issues that followed with the cleanup, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it sucks that negative things have to happen to bring us together as a country, but I feel like we're stronger in, in, in times of crisis uh, as a nation. But with that being said, beyond, do you want to add, do you want to add? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, listen, I I think it's important that we talk about this, right? I mean, we're all from, Paul, are you from Jersey? I, I, I'm not really sure where you're from. I, I, I grew up, I grew up all over the place, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but, and that's what it was. Every Sunday I was, I was at the bars mm-hmm. following the jets with watching it yeah. with my dad. So that's how I became the fan. But yeah, he yeah. grew up in long Island. I grew up all over America. Yeah. So we all have New York city Metro, you know, basically ties, right? PD, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you're from central Jersey, like me, right. Whittle from North Jersey. I mean, my quick story is that day I woke up, right. I was off from work and you see what's going on TV. My father from Buffalo of all people, is the one that called me to tell me. He never calls me on Tuesday mornings because my mom used to work across the street at Merrill Lynch when they were together. I said, nah, mom works at Midtown now. Why is this such a big thing on Tuesday morning, right? Like, what's going on, right? It's a beautiful day. Long story short, you find out what's going on. Then you start calling all the friends, going through the Rolodex. And then I remembered my friend Chris Dinkup just took a job on the 92nd floor at a place called Car Futures. And unfortunately, our friend Chris did not make it out. So it, like my heart sunk when I heard it and we're just waiting for the news. And, you know, we all know it touched us all in different ways, right? Some of us very, very strongly being, we all feel like New Yorkers. Like, you know, I grew up in Jersey, but, you know, with the, I went to college in New York. I worked in New York. Like, New York is part of our soul. So I, I think tying it into the football game and we celebrate this football game, it's important that we do pause and, and remember that. So, so yeah, it's it's. I'm going down to the when I come into town. I'm going to go down to the memorial down there, which is beautiful. Go see my buddy on there. It's it's very tough, but it's something I I feel like Petey said, you know, take a knee, say a prayer. You know, it, it's definitely a good thing. And also, 
uh, a coach from a coach in our group chat. Thank you, Whittle, for your service, man. We really appreciate that, man. All you do for us, amen, bro. You know that's that's something we we never take that for granted. You know it, it's 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 one of the most selfless things you could do. So we we really appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. Now let's talk about some football, PD, PD. You're my boy, man. I love you to death, and it I, it pays me that I have that we have to come to your building and start you guys off on one. I, I I'm sorry that it's had to happen this way, but as a Jets fan, talk to me about your team, man. Some of the moves that you guys made in the offseason. Um, this is a new look Jets team. It's definitely not the same old Jets. So talk to me a little bit about the Jets and what your expectations are for this team this year. All right. So should I not go the game since you guys are automatically going to win? Uh, no, man, definitely come, man. Is your ticket available? No, listen, the one the one thing I will not do is sell my season tickets. I don't sell – I've missed three home games since 1998, so I, I will not I sell my tickets. Uh, yeah, I bleed green, but, uh, you know, we got McCole Harmon, Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, uh, Alan Lazard, re-signed Quincy Williams, brought in Chuck Clark. That didn't work because he got hurt. Um but I'm excited for the season. I'm keeping my expectations low because, you know, I'm a Jeff fan, but they have to make the playoffs in my eyes. This team, I think they will make the playoffs. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I do think, you know, the Jets are going to win a close nail biter. I think it could go either way. I think it's going to come down to one of the last drives, to be honest. And I think it's just going to be a bloodbath. These teams hate each other, you know, and, it's going to be a physical, it's going to be a dog fight. And I expect the Jets to be in this game. I don't expect Buffalo to blow us out. I don't expect us to blow them out. And I think the Jets, you know, are going to have a pretty good season. There's going to be some bumps in the road, though. There's a lot of new pieces here. So, but when we have Aaron Rodgers, we now have a chance. Like you guys, as long as you have Josh Allen behind center for the next 10 years, you guys got a shot. And now we have a shot with our quarterback. So I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm going to go off of of what Petey said because, you know, this Jets team, we've been putrid. And we know what Bills fans know what it's like to be putrid for long periods of time. I mean, growing up the early (laughs) 2000s, unfortunately, I don't mean to fire shots like that, but that's just the reality. You know, Sean McDermott came around, you got Josh Allen, and now you're seeing on the way up. Um, the team, the culture has changed, and you guys have seen it through to fruition. And you have a young quarterback, like Petey said, that is going to keep you guys in contention for, honestly, as long as he's there and as long as Bean can manage the cap. Now, Joe Douglas has done a miraculous job with – an all-time draft last year with Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Jermaine Johnson, and flipping this team in a term of three years that from what we rolled out three years ago with Sam Darnold, I mean, he was throwing to guys, three of his receivers aren't even in the league now. You know, the offensive line is almost completely flipped over from everybody minus the center. We didn't have any of these guys on defense minus Quentin Williams and C.J. Mosley. It's just, it's wonderful what he's done so the question mark for me is can this coach take all this talent and put it together because 
I see a team that is so amazingly talented, and if they can play up to their potential, we'll be able to compete with anybody that we go up against. I'm talking the likes of Buffalo, the Eagles, San Francisco, Kansas City. And it's just going to take the coach and these players playing with each other. Because if we know one thing about football, it's a game of momentum and it's a team game. And these guys have all the talent in the world to get it done. You know, you, you mentioned the coach, right? And I just wanted to get your guys' perspective on where, where uh, Robert Sala is in terms of secure, you know, job security, like you feel confident about. I think I think he's done a really good job. I, I even like what he did the first year. Even the first year he came in, I felt like that Jet team, even though they weren't winning a lot of games, they never stopped competing. And that told me something about the coach, right? But how do you guys feel about where he is? Like, is there a lot more pressure now? Does it accelerate? Like, if let's say you didn't make the playoffs. I mean, they're not going to do anything unthinkable and change coaches, right? You feel like his – like, where do, you, where do you – just in general, where do you feel that they are with him right now? I'll kick this one off, Petey. And I, and I do think from what we've talked about in spaces, me and Petey differentiate on this a little bit. But I'm higher on Salah than a lot of Jets fans. Uh, you know, I've listened to his vision, and we've done the one- to two-year coaches and then flip it because it's not working and the team gives up. But to your point beyond, no no one in the organization has given up on Salah yet. We I saw – strides from year one to year two in terms of the way that he handled adversity, the way that the players played for him and the, even some clock management decisions, even though he wasn't perfect, he did improve from year one to year two game planning against specific opponents like Bill Belichick and, and just other coaches. We were competitive in almost every game last year outside of a couple. And I think that all goes into the head coach now, what I want to see him be able to do this year is there's no room for excuses now. You have the talent. You have the roster. Unless we have a rash of injuries, God forbid, like we had on the offensive line last year, or one positional group where we're just signing guys off the street and having them play, you know, three days from getting signed, he doesn't have any excuses to, to lose. And like Petey said, the expectation should be playoffs. If you guys watched Hard Knocks, the expectation from Aaron Rodgers, from the head coach and everybody in the organization is to win and compete to win the division. That is your number one goal. That is your easiest path through the playoffs. Not saying we'll get it done, but they don't have any excuses. And to finish your point beyond, I, I can't see unless anything, unless we stay healthy, and he goes 6-10 and 10 with this roster, he's safe. His job is safe as long as Rodgers is here. I can jump in real quick. I actually think that Sal is safe, too. For I think he's tied with Rodgers now because, you know, what are you going to do, fire the coach next year and bring somebody else in and then change everything up? I mean, he came here. He was sold on Sal and Douglas. So, I'm you know, Paul, you know, great points here. You know, it's uh, good to hear you're not on the space, but in here, this is pretty cool. Uh, and thanks again, Whittle and Beyond for this. I really appreciate it. But yeah, I just think Sala now, unless it goes completely south at three and 14, which I mean, I can't see. I mean, I'd be stunned, but yeah. I think they're safe. So, and plus, they don't want to, they're already paying. They paid enough coaches, you know, that they fired. The last, you know, they fired Bowles, then they got Gase. 
it's it's ridiculous. We need stability as a franchise. Yeah. And I like Sala. I just don't mm-hmm. like his clock management. I think he did good in the Pittsburgh game last year, and you guys can attest. Mm-hmm. The Jets ran the ball down Buffalo's throat at the end of the game at MetLife, and they managed the clock really well. I think that's what won them the game, to be honest, you know, that, that whole drive. But he's got to show me more, Sala. I love his enthusiasm, though, but that's it. Yeah, I um I mean we 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 were missing a few guys, so I think that kind of helped out. I mean, what I like about this game is that uh it's week one and everybody is relatively healthy. There are no excuses for this game. So there's gonna be a fan base that's gonna be very, very sad Monday night, uh, depending on how this game goes. Um I I do like you know, uh, as you you know, most of you guys know, PD. I know you know. Uh, my dad is a Jets fan, and uh, listen, man. I mean, I got a bunch of buddies up here. You know, some 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 friends of mine that are Jet fans as well. Uh, they, some of them might be watching. Yeah, uh, I, I I do like some of the moves the Jets made. Um, getting Dalvin Cook was huge. Uh, gives you it gives you the chance to kind of. You know, ease Brees Hall back into uh, into into the, the his role like, as the lead back on the team. Um, I like the addition of Randall Cobb because I think he brings a veteran leadership uh, and a in in case of emergency break glass type of player that can come in and be a chain mover for you. Um, I think your wide receiver room is complementary of each other. You have a big down the field threat. And Alan Lazard, you have a uh, small, shifty, speed guy in, in Miko Hartman, and you have your 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 number one target in uh, Garrett Wilson. Um, the tight ends, I'm 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 cool with too. I really liked uh, I really liked Rucker coming out of Ohio State, man. I really, 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 really liked him. It was I was hoping that Buffalo like snatched him up in like the sixth round or something because, I mean, to me. To me, I mean, he's not he's not the same athlete that uh, Dawson Knox is, but I think he's similar along uh, along those lines as a player. I think he can do a lot of things uh, once given the opportunity. Um, he's got a really good catch radius, strong kid, um, good inline blocker. I, I think he I think he's gonna help out. And you know, I, you know, I love I love your defense. I love everything but the height that Sauce gets. Um, I'm not a fan of your safeties or your or your or your linebackers too much, but everything else, man. I mean, you know, I think I've got the best cornerback duo in the uh, NFL. Uh, I I think I think uh, Quentin Williams is a top three, not three, not number three defensive tackle. I think he's probably second. Like I, we know Aaron Donald's in a class by itself. I don't even think about Aaron Donald when I'm ranking current defensive tackles like it's Aaron Donald and then there's everybody else so I would say Chris Jones is probably the most dominant force at defensive tackle right now in the league and then I would have to give Quinnen a nod right after that man um you know he he affects the pass he affects the run the kid is the kid is really really good um came from Alabama so I mean what do you expect like that's what they do they breed defensive tackle monsters. We used to have one of our own in Marcel Marcel Darius. But um 
with all that being said, Petey, Viz, it is not going to be enough. It is not going to be enough on Monday. Um, the Buffalo Bills have added uh, a, they've added weapons to this roster, man, that, that gives us the opportunity to attack every area of the field. Um, I know what you guys have on the edge. I'm telling you right now, Spencer Brown is going to shock a lot of people. I had to go back and watch the tape myself from the preseason, man. Spencer Brown is looking a lot better. Um, and he still has issues with the speed rush. And I know you guys have a bunch of speed demons on that defensive end. You got uh, the kid you drafted, Will, Will McDonald, I believe. Will McDonald, yeah, you got Bryce Huff, you got Jermaine Johnson. I mean, those guys, yeah, athletic monsters, all, all three of them. Uh, but Adam Kincaid gives us the opportunity to go 12 personnel. That's uh, for all you people who don't know, it's one running back and two tight ends. So if somebody said actually what 12 personnel is, make sure you know it before you get on Twitter, okay? Uh, so <laughs> two tight ends that give we can keep an inline guy in Dawson Knox as a as a security blanket for that wide aligned uh pass rush that the Jets like to use. So uh, when you guys try to line up at that at that 45-degree angle from Spencer Brown, we're going to leave Dawson Knox in there to help funnel that pass rusher back into Spencer Brown's chest where he can handle, um, you know, we can handle the guy and, and, and hopefully get him on the ground. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a game, man. Like, I, I think this is going to be a tough game. I don't expect it to be a blowout either way. Um, but I think it's going to come down to offensive execution. Who makes the least amount of mistakes? Who can sustain drives? Who can get the ball down the field and put their put their team in a position to get points on the majority of your drives? Like, I mean, it, it sounds so simple, but when you're playing against a team that you face twice a year, every year, it is much more difficult than it sounds to get down the field because these teams know each other. They know each other so well. It's interesting because oh, sure. oh, I'm sorry, guys. My, my fault. Lee Sean's going to jump back in when he okay. gets on his laptop. He nice. had to hop out for a second. Go ahead, Viz. No, yeah, it, it's interesting because I remember Salah had a press conference. I'm not sure if it was year one or last year where he's comparing the defense that Buffalo runs to, to the Jets defense. And he said that they run a very similar scheme. So these offenses should be pretty familiar with what they're going up against on the other side. Obviously the players are different Their Their alignment's going to be different, you know, and the way they react is going to be different, but at least scheme wise, it's, it's pretty similar. Um, the questions that I have is the aging safeties, the loss of Tremaine Edmonds and how your defensive line, I know you got it, Oliver is going to stack up against our offensive line and our offensive line is a huge question mark not so much for the sake saying that we don't know um if they're going to be good because it's just health if if makai becton can stay healthy if we didn't lose elijah vera tucker going back to your point whittle about you know we beat you with players lost we lost our best our two best players two games before we played you guys last year in Elijah Vera Tucker and Brees Hall. A uh, guy as a rookie, you know, you're projecting Kincaid to do well. Well, Brees Hall was on track for 2,000 all-purpose yards before he got hurt. 
Elijah Vera Tucker was on track to become an all pro guard there. And we lost them in the same game along with our starting outside receiver in Corey Davis. You know, this was before Garrett Wilson was really him. Um, so the, the, the O-line just needs to stay healthy. And I think that they'll play serviceable. And if they, if they do, they'll be top 16 in the league. And I think that's reasonable saying that. If all those guys, the healthy five can stay there, they'll be all right. Um, the questions that I have against defending your offense is exactly like you said. We have a new safety playing in the back end in Tony Adams. They hit him all the preseason, so we don't even have tape to watch on him. And we also have a new outside linebacker weak side in Jamie and Sherwood. And this is a guy who converted from safety. He put on weight in the limited reps that he's had. I think he had like 12 snaps last year. He played well. He made every tackle, it seemed, on every play that he came in. But can he consistently do that throughout an entire game, throughout an entire season? Can he play full speed from the first quarter through the fourth especially against a guy like Kincaid, who, you know, we all know if, if that kid gets it, he's going to be good. And as soon as he does get it, he's going to be good. So I'm worried about you uh, stretching the field down the middle, down the seam, how we can cover that. But I think I think this Jets defense, at least on the corners and the defensive line is is kind of built to to take care of the Buffalo Bills. It's It's those tight ends I worry about. I, I, um, like I said, I, I'm always going to give you guys the credit for, for, uh, sauce to DJ Reed. I think, uh, signing DJ Reed and then drafted the sauce in the same offseason was, was brilliant. Um, you know, you, you definitely set yourselves up to compete in the, uh, in the division. And, um, you know, I, I, I have to say, one thing I, I one thing I have to say though is that, uh, Last year, man. Last year, I, I don't think we really utilized digs uh, all over the field the way we should have. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. This year, this year so far, what I saw, what I've seen so far in the preseason is digs has been moved around a lot. They're using him a lot in pre-snap motion, and um, you know they're gonna they're gonna move him around not not to dictate, not to just change the the way what the defense is doing or the, or to get a get a rotation for someone else. I think they're just doing this to get Diggs in a position where he can where he can get an advantageous matchup and uh and and make some things happen. Uh for all the hype and love that Sauce Gardner gets, uh 70 plus percent of the time, Sauce Gardner was guarding wide receiver number two on the other team. DJ Reed, in my opinion, uh might be the best corner in football. I think I think <laughs> DJ Reed be, might be the best corner in football. It's him, Patrick Sertain, uh, Jair Alexander, and that's like my list, bro. Like those are the top, top, top guys. I love Tariq Woolen. Um, I, I, I like there. There are other guys that I that are that are really good as well. That you know, Slate Slate didn't have a bad year last year. There are other guys that are that are good. Then Joe Ward is another guy that comes to mind immediately, but. They're not. They're not like these guys. Like Reed is. Reed is a different breed, man. Reed is one of the yeah. great ones, uh, and he's playing that way. So you know, I think that they'll give. I think they're going to get an opportunity. I think 
they're going to give Diggs an opportunity to go against Sauce. Sauce is shown to have issues dealing with smaller, shiftier guys. So, um, yeah, I think I think we're going to run a lot of guys like that at him uh, this year. And, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see where the chips fall. Petey, man, I will be there. I My shoulder is there for you, bro, when this game is over. You know what I mean? I, I no, I'm not going to hide. Don't but, worry. I won't, I'm not going to hide. By the way, by the way, I'm looking at the chat. Shout out to Dog and uh, June. Yeah, Dog, it's Dog. been lively. Dog, oh Dog yeah, June popped in. What's up, man? Yo, d- yo, Dog, call me a thug, man. I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I laughed when I saw that. Yeah, the chat, the chat is, yeah. the chat is popping today, man. We appreciate everybody. Appreciate everybody yes, popping up, really up, man. Checking us out, yeah, but, but even if you I'm catch it, gonna... you don't catch it live, and you catch it on the. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. No, I was gonna. Sorry, I'm, I think I'm on a delay still. But uh, listen, hey, if we lose, I'll be there. I'm going to every game. I ain't gonna cry. I'll be talking to you. I ain't gonna have no voice to talk to you, but we'll talk. You know what I'm saying? And, I'll tell you, know, you what. I, I'm not running, man. Yeah. Hey, you, I, I'd you rather be in this position than suck. You know. Now you the, know the X is on our back. Go ahead and be on. You know what? No, no, you're good. You know what, PD? The one thing I'll say in relation to our counterparts in our division, especially in the South, you know, state of Florida, okay, yeah. that we can all agree on this, okay? Bills fans and Jeff fans are built different. They really, uh-huh. really are. I mean, I will never. Pete, you know I told you I grew up in Jersey, right? I had so many friends that are Jeff fans. I mean, I went to some of those rich coat tight years, believe me. You know what I mean? The loyalty to Jeff fan can never be questioned. We can say whatever they want about the team. Right, you know, and some of the trolls that come in our spaces and all that, but your loyalty will never be questioned, especially in comparison to our two rivals in our division. As you know, one of them was only around when they got great. They claim they were in New England, but they weren't. The numbers don't lie, but the Jeff fans have always been there. That's one thing I'll, I'll always say. Can I make and, a and comment on that? Respect that, of course. The, the the one thing that bothers me the most about Dolphin fans is they listen. They're always hovering around five hundred. I'll get it, but. They act like they're this. I know they were a storied franchise, and I hated the Dolphins. Let me say dislike the Dolphins with Marino. I grew up on that. He killed us, mm-hmm. and I hated Miami. And but they haven't been good. They haven't. And really it just it. it's just wild how they they act like this. Not all of them, you know. Fan bases are fan bases. We you know. But come on. Win a playoff game, make you know, like it's twenty three years. You know, we got to wait another decade to catch up to them. So, I think it's you know, I don't want to get off topic here because you mm-hmm. know, it's all fun. It's just fun. The AFC Absolutely. East is fun, man. It used to be, it's back, you know, which is good. And, and you know, you think about our rivalry, right? It's you know, the in the nineties, the Bills were here, the Jets were down, right? that you guys came up late 90s with Parcells and then with Rex, we were down, right? But this is one of the first times that I can remember, and you guys could speak to this, where both teams are coming in hot, right? I mean, the Bills, obviously, for what we've done the last few years, we've been a, a Super Bowl contender the last few years. The Jets, you know, with, with having one of the best drafts in recent memory, right, last year, you're putting together this – yeah, stop having great drafts, by the way. I, I'm being 
half kidding, but you know, we don't want you to have too many good drafts, you know. But no, but they're they're pieced together this really good team, and then you bring in a legend in Aaron Rodgers. Well, bro, if you get, I if can't you get remember the last picks, time the team was so hot. Bro, beyond if you get hey, beyond, listen, if you get three picks in the in the first round, you better have a good draft. Like I true that's hard. I, to I still call, I, I still hard. Well, well, what's amazing Whittle. is despite the quarterback pick, you guys had one of the best drafts I've seen. A how, how about the Raiders when they had three? What did they take? Uh, the didn't they have three a couple oh, of years Cleveland ago? Farrell. Yeah, they had. They took like Cleveland Farrell, and then they took uh, the uh, safety Abrams. I think it was. Yeah, they 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 screwed that up. But this is like this is an epic burden right here. Uh, what's wild is despite the tax breaks and nice weather. They haven't been able to attract enough talent to get it done. Can we speak about the Dolphins really, really quickly? How many times, Petey, in the spaces did we hear that Dalvin Cook was a lock? Uh, who, who else? Um, Jonathan Taylor. Who else was a lock to go? Like a lot. Debo, wait, Jonathan Debo Taylor. was going there last year. Debo. The deal's done, yeah. Petey. The deal's done. It's done. Please, I'm. You know what, Whittle? Done. Whittle, I'm in my Whittle. I'm in my basement right now, and I see a couple of crickets because it's by the sump pump. I'll say crickets to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I know it's it's getting to be. It's almost ten o'clock, so I know. Um, I know Viz. Viz has to pop has to pop out of here. Uh, Petey, I'm sure you probably got to take it down. At, at, you know, pretty slowly yourself. Um. So before we go, man, I, I like I don't want to. I'm not trying to kick you guys out of here. Like you can stay as long as you want, but um, before you do go, like I do want you guys. If you have anything that you want to plug, you know, take some time real quick, man, and plug plug what you got going on, man. Um, whether it be on Twitter or, or whatever you got going on, if you want to plug it. I mean, as long as it's like family friendly, you know what I'm saying. Well, as far as I'm, as far as I'm Twitter good. goes, I mean, you got my tag down there. You can go ahead and throw me a follow. I'm uh, in the spaces, like Whittle said. There, uh, there are some spaces where we yell at each other. We talk some BS. There are other spaces where we talk ball. Uh, I have a feeling that if the Jets are good, I could become a little bit of a personality and be insufferable this season for my posts. So take that with a grain of salt. You know, I, st- I still know ball, but <laughs> I may have to may have to flex a little bit. Uh, we'll see, though. Uh, but I am working on some things in the future. So if you have me on later on down the road, uh, you know, I'll have my podcast put together and we'll get going. And I know PD's got, you know, PD always works with something. He throws spaces on every morning. So I know he said he's good, but heck. You guys got to give that guy a follow. I mean, he's got jet spaces on every morning and they don't just talk jets. They have reporters come on from different teams, get insights for upcoming matchups. And they do a really good job managing everything and keeping it really respectful in there. Nobody's getting attacked. And they really try to just focus on uh, the football side of things. So. Appreciate yeah, I appreciate that, bro. You. Yeah, oh, I appreciate you, you PD. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you could follow me. You see my name. Uh, I don't like promoting. I'm a little camera shy, but, uh, you know, I just enjoy, you know, I enjoy people. You know what I'm saying? And and you guys, you know, you've been great to me. Welcoming, you know, uh, 
I know my man Whittle gets a lot of shit thrown at him, you know, but, <laughs> you know, he treats me like family. So do you, Beyond, and that's what's important to me at the end of the day. So And that, that's, that's the way it's that's always going to be. Yep. No doubt. So that's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say, and I just, you know, love talking sports. Sports has been with me since I'm a little kid. It's like one of my only outlets, and I just love talking sports. It's it's such a – it's it's an escape from 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 life and it's and it's a great escape so that's all i'm gonna say and paul was viz i can't call you paul you know that i always tell you <laughs> yeah. that, but it was great meeting it was great meeting you on here man and you too beyond like i too. i appreciate it's, you guys absolutely i'll stay on i could stay on yeah if, for you sure know. well how how about real quick guys uh how about a prediction for monday night oh, I have to stop. Hey, oh um, i'm sorry I, I, if I, jump I just want to say before beyond beyond hold on one second i want to Mm-hmm. Throw this out there. No, no, you're good, man. Um, part of the reason why I even started this is because Petey. Uh, me and Petey met in spaces, I think, I think last year, and we just kind of hit it off, man. Like, it just, you know, sometimes you sometimes you interact with people and things just work. So, on Twitter, we met and, and, you know, we took it from Twitter to, you know, the phone and, and, uh, we met up at the game last year. And I mean, he's a genuine dude, man. And, and uh, he's the one that says, "Like, yo, bro, like, you, and you know how PD talks. Like, if you you've been in spaces, bro, come on, bro, like, you can do this, man. Like, like you're really good at this." And like, PD just like, you know, he kind of pushed me to 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 kind of step out. This is this is really out of my comfort zone. Like, I do I do like talking sports, but I never thought that I would be, you know, committed to putting out a podcast and, and go, you know, and the work that comes with it. So um, thank you, PD, for kind of opening this door, like kind of planting the seed and allowing it to grow, man. I, like, I appreciate you for that because this wouldn't be here without, without PD's kind of push. And um, yeah, man, like I'm glad I, if you stay on, bro, you know, you stay on as long as you want, man, you know, go ahead, beyond. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. Oh, no, you're fine. And, you know, I, I, I thank you to that, PD, because it's been a pleasure to do this with Whittle, and we're going to grow it and more and more as it, as it comes along. So just wanted to get your guys. I figured, you know, what do you, what's your predictions for Monday night? And how about this? I'll, I'll throw out – give me a prediction for the Jets record uh, for 2023. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the prediction for Monday night. Uh, we have to win our home game. We have to win our division game. We have to win our opening Monday night game. I do think that this is a more important game than just a week one. It doesn't matter if you lose week one. So I am going with a W. And if you want to do a score prediction, I was talking about it earlier. And, you know, I just have a feeling. I I think we're going to win by uh, about six points, like at least six points. I think it's going to be knockdown drag out, but, you know, if momentum gets rolling, anything can happen. So, um, fingers crossed <laughs> for us, for us, not for you guys. Uh, and then a record prediction on the season. Uh, I'm thinking we win about 10 to 11 games, um, realistically speaking. Uh, you know, I go through it and I find it hard to to pinpoint the losses, but I know we're going to win some that we shouldn't, and we're going to lose some that we we probably shouldn't either. Um, so 10 to 11 losses, I'm thinking, and we get in the playoffs. 
All right, I'm going to go or 10 to uh, 11 wins, excuse me, not 10 to 11 losses, 10 to 11 wins. <laughs> I, know, I know what you meant, yeah. Biz. So, real quick, I'll, I'll go. I told you this game could go either way. It's going to come down to, you know, the last driver. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to, uh, I'm, this is a 50 50 game in my eyes. I'm going to go 23 21 Jets. And, uh, you know, I said 10 and seven this year, just get in the playoffs, no matter how you get in, get in. And, uh, I'm just looking forward to, you know, first of all, good luck guys with this podcast. It's going to do great. You know, you guys have been great. And, uh, you know, I used to be camera shy. I still am, but man, you know, this is awesome. Like good for you guys, you know, like, you know, keep growing it, man. And, you know, live, live your life. Hey, 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 hey. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that made my day right there. <laughs> Let's go, Buffalo. We did that. Whittle, we did that oh, God, Whittle. Don't remind you know me. Hey, Whittle, Whittle, I was I was singing that in the spaces. Remember after we beat you? You, you know what, Petey? I got to get that on a video yep. somehow. Yep. <laughs> Just bring that into spaces somehow every time. Nah, don't. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you know how we do, man. We come, we walking in, we are walking into MetLife, and Lishon will be leading the charge. Hey, hey, let's go, Buffalo! <laughs> I'm telling you, are gonna hear it. It's gonna I can't be wait loud. to see this. It's gonna be loud. I cannot wait to oh, see we, this in person. I, I really can't. Listen, I, I'll say this because oh, I was bro, there I'm when, when you. I when, you wait I'm when I. Widow, can you hear me? It's on delay oh, still. This sucks. Yeah, you're good, Petey. You're All perfect. Right. All right, so I, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Even my the guy I sit with, it was it's catchy that song, man. So we were singing it like, and I called him for a week because we talk, and we were doing it. You know, it's catchy. That's very it's catchy, and it was loud, especially in the tunnel on the way in from leaving visiting you guys. Like that song is catchy. Good for you. You know, the jet chant's gonna be definite though. So watch out. I, I will admit, Petey. When J E T S Jets 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 is at its best in the stadium, I must admit it even gives me a rush. And I'm and I'm not a farthest thing from a Jet fan, but it's 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 intense. Like I I that adds to the ambiance. Like I I can't wait for that first like like we said when the game starts. I I, I just can I can feel it already. So can I make one more point before I go, or you know before is it cool? Sure. Let me tell you, Fireman Ed to me. Yeah. He's one of the best fans in the NFL because he can lead charge to that stadium. And I don't think there's a lot of people that could really do that. I really don't. Now, I know you guys have a guy dressed up or whatever. I don't know, but because I don't really follow teams like that. But to me, Fireman Ed is an, is an icon for the Jets' success this year, too, with, with bringing the energy and the home field advantage that we desperately need this year. So I just had to say that. And I think you agree, Beyond. Absolutely, I do. I don't think Whittle does, though. Yeah, Fireman. No, I no, I, I like Fireman Ed, <laughs> man. Like he, I and and to to piggyback off of what Beyond said, man. When you hear when you're in that stadium, and you hear that J E T, and he and he will, he really like he if it's not loud enough, Fireman Ed like. No, do it again, do it again. And he it, it is it is powerful. It is powerful. It is definitely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there's nobody. I can't think of. It's not gonna help you guys win, but it is powerful. Like any professional sport, that that one singular guy like leads, and he's just a regular guy. Like he's just a fan. Like does that for a whole stadium. I mean, he's got the power of ten mascots in his back pocket. That guy. <laughs> and, what section does and, he say, and, and Listen, and when he gets up there. Uh, he's in. Can you hear me? Yep. He's he's in the lower yeah, level, yeah, like towards like towards like the 35, 40 yard line on the Jets side. Oh. Okay. Are okay. you sitting upstairs? I, are you guys? No, we're, you we're downstairs. I'm downstairs at one thirty five, I think. Oh, so you're on the Bills side, okay? Like at yeah. the ten yard line or the yes. goal line? Yeah. Okay. That's about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably gonna come over and at some point because I'm going to the Jet player walk when the jets come in through security. So okay. probably on my way there. I'll, yeah, I definitely want to meet you, man, for sure. Oh I mean, yeah. I are, you our, are you going to be at the tailgates, PD? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you guys are going to be in F, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. F what? Do you know six or something? Yep. Yeah. We'll be in F. I don't right, know yeah, exactly de- where in F yet, but yeah, I'll definitely come by and, you know, and Sweet. definitely want to meet. So. Yeah, I'll definitely come by and say, hey, hey, nah, nah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, but Fireman Ed is great, bro. Like, he, like when he stands up, the place goes, like, they, it's all, the, the whole building, like, kind of just simmers down and, and, and it's waiting on him. And he conducts that entire building, man. That is, that is, that is powerful, bro. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, yeah. He he. Um. By the way, you know, he spoke about it to me on on spaces. But you know, when he was with his brother, his brother used to carry him up the Meadowland steps. Forty two. There was forty two rows, and he would go all the way up until everybody got up. It was wild. Like he would point other directions upstairs. Get up. He just tells every. Are you kidding me? Then he goes like this. And then it's it's pretty powerful, man. It's cool to have, yep. you know. And and I just yeah. hope, you know, it it translates because even the players do the chant. You could see them doing J E T S. So uh, it's pretty cool. So anyway, guys, you know, good luck to a great season. And uh, you know, I hope you know our season's obviously greater than yours. But no injuries, and uh, you know, let's have a s- nice, successful banter talk like we always do. Yep. Hundred percent football season starts tomorrow, boys. We're yeah. <laughs> the wait is I over. Second, oh, I second that with the no injuries, man. Let's let's keep these these guys clean and especially no significant injuries, of course, what we saw last year. So yeah. That's something, you know, we want to see the best players on, on the field. Like we want our you know, the, our quarterbacks to be healthy. We want let's go mano y mano and see what happens. Whittle, I'm not yes. gonna lie. Bill, I don't, don't want to leave. I don't want to leave, man. This has been cool. Sorry, I'm on your delay with you, but I see you laughing now. Beyond, I'm not on delay. Yeah, with no, you, we good, man. I mean, listen. Yeah. It's funny. I'm the one in I California. Know, Maybe I got like be the one on the wireless. Wireless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I got cricket wireless. Hold on. Maybe yeah, it's I do got to hop out of here though. So okay. This right, gave man. you five. Thank you. Thank you.
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Thank you Whittle. Thank you, Beyond. We'll definitely chat it up later on in the season. If you guys have anything after the game or in spaces, I'll definitely catch you there. Uh, but y'all have a good Sounds night. Great. And Petey, nice to meet you. Like I said, Petey, yes, sir. Um, I'm going to be at that New England game. So we'll, we'll link yeah, up. Hit, but. Hit, hit me up, boss. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Nice right, meeting you, Paul. Have a good weekend. Good night, guys. Eight. All right. Later, Viz. To beyond me. Oh, no, I'm still here. Off. We're still here. Yeah, now I'm. I'm nah, man, that was, I, nah, that, Will, that was fun, man. By the way, that you didn't. Those were kind words, bro, and I know you meant that. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, this is this is good, bro. Live, live, live the dream, bro. You know, you remember yeah. that space. We, I, we're I trying to grow it, man. I, we... Yeah, I don't want to recreate the space, but you remember I told you what if that happened, and look at what happened, and. It, bro, you like, <laughs> I'll never forget that talk after you called me and you're like, Petey, man. And I told you it gets overwhelming, man. And it did. You know, you yes. saw it firsthand. But I think you grew from that, bro. You really did. And I'm happy for you, man. You know, I really am. And yeah. this is what this is about, man, like to me. So I'll, you know, if, if we ever do this again, I'm, you know, not that I'm inviting myself oh, we back, will, but Petey, you know no, that, man. You're, more to, you know, you're a VIP Come member on, of, this, of this podcast, yeah. Petey. You know that already. Thank you. We'll have you. We'll have okay. you up here before we have Sheed. You see how? <laughs> no, she, she's my guy. Wow. She's my guy. She's my guy. <laughs> I, I see the chats blowing up here, man. Yeah, you know you got. Uh, yeah, it's June been great. We've had trouble. really. Is yeah, uh, is, is dog is dog coming to the game? Yes, he is. All right. Yeah, yes, I definitely. Well, last time I went, you know, I I, I missed him by a couple. Yes, he. I hope he's you know gets there early this time because right. he was he mm -hmm. wasn't there because I got a lot of rounds to do that day. I'm not trying to just say that, oh, but I can't even imagine, Petey, for sure. So. Well, I I don't I you know I'm going to that. I I need a selfie with Rogers. I got to get one. I don't oh, know how I. I pulled off one last year with Salah. I don't. Uh, it was just. Yeah, I remember it that. Fell, it fell right, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, either that Garrett Wilson, Brees. So I already got Garrett Wilson, but somebody else. Nice. Maybe the coach Ulbrich. That dude's a beast. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for. Uh, I can't wait for Terrell Bernard or or Matt Milano to get their selfie with uh, Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah, all right. yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully uh, Bernard doesn't have a jihad board moment with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! No, no, no! Not at all. This is gonna. This is this is gonna be. There's been a lot of talk, man, and the talk, the talk. It's time for the talk to end, to end, and it's time to get ready for the game. Oh, Whittle's in game mode now. He's ready for Monday night. Here, Whittle. All right. See, I got the, the flag hanging in the back. Nice. Oh. Nice. Nice, baby. Don't, don't you worry. We came prepared oh, today. Oh, God. That is the one. We came prepared oh, that, today. Oh, God. That is the one oh, bit thing. Yeah, it's coming in and we out. We came now, prepared today. We came prepared. <laughs> We all got Little, I will I not take a, a selfie. I will not take a selfie with you with that thing on. You oh. know that. 
man. Hey, all right, PD, I'm demanding a selfie, man. We got to all get a group picture for sure. No doubt. When, when no doubt. I'll have the wife with me. She'll be our photographer. We'll be taking tons of pictures. So. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I won't. I don't go to games with my wife. Nah, that's, well, that's, you know, she wanted TV she, day. But do you, I don't know if you know the story, but I, I did win Leisha. My buddy won Leishan's contest. So yeah, she did tell he's me. Like, yeah, you got to come out. You got to come out. So the wife's like, yeah, I want to go. I want to go. And so I ended up getting her tickets too. So awesome. But, you know, and I see that chance. I see that chance, June. Thank you. I see the yeah, chance just uh, came out. It's, it's good. Right, guys, listen, all jokes aside, it's going to be electric. You're going to, it's going to be, this is going to be a game where you guys, I know I'm not, not going to forget, but you guys are going to remember this game for a long time. Like this is one of these games where, you know, like, yo, I was at that game. That's a, that, this is how I'm telling you the the crowd experience beyond you'll appreciate it. And so will Whittle, but. Mm-hmm. There's going to be loud Buffalo chant. I don't think there'll be as many Bills fans as last time because of the prices, but you guys travel well, so who knows? I do yeah. think the Jeff Faithful will be more louder and more Jets fans there than last time, to be honest. But it should be interesting, guys. I'm ready for it. That's what I'm talking about, Donna. <laughs> Donna is not enough. Donna, I was just, I, Donna, Donna, you was reading my mind. Listen, I just wanted oh, to say. Oh, hi, Donna. Like, How are you, Donna? Hi. <laughs> it's all. It, it, this is this is all great. This is fun, and on and, and genuinely, the bill like the Bills and Jets fans on Twitter, we do get along. Like there is love between the two fan bases on Twitter. It's a lot of love there. So, um, but yeah, we're still rivals. Yeah. You know, we're still rivals. Yeah. And I and I just got to say this. Listen. Uh, Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott is seven and zero when he has two weeks to prepare for a football team. And last time I checked, we did not have to prepare for a football team last week, so we have two weeks to prepare for the New York Jets. Sean McDermott right, is seven and zero. You're banking that off a of preseason. And by the way, what was her name, Donna? Yeah, That's yeah, Donna. Hi, Donna. You know, uh, it wasn't a love fest. My man, dog, called me a thug, man. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> nah, that's funny as hell. It is a love fest because this is what we should be doing. So, yeah, guys, I, mean, I really enjoyed this, man. Like this yeah. was this was a blast, man, for real. You know, it's one thing we yeah, could be man. rivals and we could debate the games, right, PD? Right? Yeah, we could go back and forth. But at the end of the day, there's just that level of respect behind it, right? That you know, it's not going to get personal. It's not going to you know, we're not going to take personal fire shots or anything like some other fan bases do like we don't want to be about that we should never be about that no matter what happens so yeah Whittle, i see it Whittle. beyond you know what i like about you and Whittle, but you know mm-hmm. the more i interacted with you the fact yeah. that uh you remember games from like i can remember a game from like the 90s like clear like i have a very fond memory about games and i really that really drew, drew me to you with that yeah. and like you know hey, reminiscing you, you, about stuff you know what's funny, Petey? I'm going to reference a Jets-Bills game that I think could be like this one, okay? 1992 Monday Night Football, Bills-Jets. Uh, Your quarterback yeah. was the infamous Browning Nagel. Do you remember him? Yeah. I think that game was <laughs> – I think that's the, 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 the night that they lit the stadium on fire. No, that, that was 80. That was I think not- that was earlier. I think that was in the late 80s. This was like – 
Because I remember you guys were winning. You guys were up, I think, 20 to 17 or 24 to 20. I think it was 20 to 17. And Kelly got the ball at our own 15. He gets sacked. And Kelly engineered an 85-yard drive to win the game. Like Thurman Thomas caught a touchdown. I remember forget it. It's crazy. I don't and have a it was memory like, of that. I, I do. And I remember being in the lower deck running up and down when I used to be able to run. And my buddy's like, yo, we got to get out of here. People are throwing stuff at us. It's nice. Oh, get yeah. Well, the, 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 game said, that, yeah. the game that they lit the pom-poms on fire, you remember that, right? That was a 88 Monday Night Football, I think. Yes, it was. I think we won the Bills like 37, won that, 14. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that. yeah. I remember the porta potties were getting pushed over. It was bad there, mm-hmm. man. It was Probably bad. Nickel. Yeah. But, yeah, so yeah, let's. I remember, but I put up, but you know what I remember about that game? That was an electric atmosphere, even in 1992. Even though you guys were not, you know, that was your down years. You still had that crowd was still hot, man. It was, it was great. So that's, that's why Jeff fans. Out. That's why Jeff fans are, you know, kind of special beyond. And I'm not kissing my fan base's ass. No, you but are. Mm-hmm. That I'm telling you, it's going to be different there on Monday night. He fireman had already told people to be in there by 7:30. By 8 mm-hmm. o'clock, the stadium will be full. Yeah, we're going to go in early too, for sure. So but it's yeah, and again, it's just I I can't remember when both of our teams were coming in this hot, right? And we're on national TV. We we got it all to ourselves Monday night. When's, when's the last time we could say that? Yep, guys, I'm gonna say- I'm gonna I'm gonna tune it down. But Widow, I'll let you go and finish, and then thank you. Yeah, no doubt, PD man. We appreciate you coming through. Uh, definitely, if you are on Twitter and you want to uh, get. You want to be involved with these faces and hear things from a just perspective. Uh, follow, give shoot PD a follow. Like PD is an excellent follow. Um, he runs a very respectful space. They, it's very intelligent. It's very knowledgeable. Um, they do a lot of really good things over there. Uh, a lot of things that they do are the re. A lot of things that that he's done have have influenced how we run this podcast right now. So. Um, Definitely follow PD and um, yeah, man, we appreciate you coming through the next time. I would love to have you back um, on here at some point during the season. You know, we got you guys again in Buffalo. Uh, maybe you can bring Joe and Clark or, or Mark or, you know, we'll, we'll, I, what I want to do next time it maybe is get like a bunch of guys to just kind of like shuffle in and out, you know, get guys in and get guys out, you know, and uh, just, just kind of bring the spaces to 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 live TV, man. Bring the spaces to YouTube and Facebook Live. Uh, so yeah, man. Petey, appreciate you again, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming through, man. Um, and we'll we'll talk, bro, for sure. No, no doubt. You're welcome. And beyond, nice meeting you. I'll see you guys you too, Monday. Man. God willing. See you Monday. Yes. Good night, guys. Good night. Absolutely. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. That All was right, Petey, man. That's the. The Dill for Twitter. You know they got milfs with Petey's the Dilf, okay? Petey's the Dilf, yep. Ladies, yep. he's married. So yeah. back off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we appreciate everybody. I I I'm waiting for Lee Sean to pop in. I don't I don't want to shut it down before he gets a chance to come back, but I'm I'm not sure. Where is all right, I, I don't know, man. He um, I'll jump back in. Da, da, da. 
All right. So, um, yeah, beyond, we'll, we'll give it a few more minutes, but um, sure. This is a big game, bro. This is a big game. Um, mm-hmm. And from the standpoint of, from the stamp, not, not just from the standpoint of it being uh, against a division rival, not just from the standpoint of it being the opening game, uh, there are media narratives surrounding both teams. The Jets are viewed to be on the ascension, primed and ready to take out a wounded Buffalo Bills team. Um, the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills right now, are viewed to be the team on the down or that that's going down. It's that's falling off. I, I we don't see it that way. Uh, and we know this team better than, than most people. Um, I will say that last year, the Buffalo Bills won 13 games, and there was a ton of things that went wrong last season, right? Um, this year, this year, those issues have essentially been filled. They've, they've essentially been dealt with, and if we won 13 games last year, with all that went wrong, yes, the schedule's harder this year, but I, I think this team, I think this team is a lot better. I think this team filled some holes that were were that needed to be filled, and I think that this team is paying attention. Uh, last year for the Rams game, I went out to. Uh, last year for the Rams game, I went out to uh, a, a place in uh, Rawway, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Deion Dawkins' mom was there, and Hometown. some of his cousins. Yeah, it was, just, yeah. Nice. It was a bunch, a bunch of a bunch of his family was there for for, and you know his mom was like, I, I, I and I was just you know just a general conversation. I was actually invited there with, by a, a guy from from my uh, Bills backers group out here in Jersey, cool. and um, I you know I was just saying like you know there's so much talk about how. The Bills aren't aren't shouldn't be give, getting this credit and they shouldn't be doing this because they didn't make the Super Bowl last year and all that stuff. And she said she was like, "Oh, they hear it." She's like, "The players hear what's being said. They know what's going on on social media." She said they they absolutely pay they're absolutely paying attention. So I I'm I'm hopeful that that is still uh, that 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 still rings true today because the amount of disrespect that this team has gotten. Over this um over this offseason, um, for essentially one bad game all year last year, one we lost three games in the regular season by a total of eight points. We had the number two offense in the league and a top of and and an eleventh ranked defense with three all pros missing the major four excuse me four all pros, not not pro bowlers all pros four all pros missing significant time last season. So um, this is the year where I think. The Buffalo Bills put it together. I'm not gonna go. I'm not going to uh, predict Super Bowl, but anything less than a Super Bowl, I think, is a disappointment for this team this year. Mm-hmm. This team is too good not to yep. get, not to at least get to the game. What do you think, Beyond? You know, Whittle. I'll give you just a real quick comparison or just a, an analogy, so to speak, right? We've heard a lot of noise about this team nationally, right? We've heard a lot of different things ranging from Super Bowl to being out of the playoffs. I look at the Bills right now as one of those fancy cars, right? That have maybe a few dents on the front. Like, you know, maybe that, you know, we, of course, we saw the optics with Diggs and, 
you know, maybe Poyer's getting a little older and we got to dent, make Micah Hyatt's coming back from injury, right? We got a little, we got a hole at middle linebacker. Maybe there's another little dent, right? Maybe some of the paint is fading just a little bit, right? But you know what happens, Whittle? You start, you open up the hood, right? And you see the engine, you see Josh Allen and you see Stefan Diggs, right? You see our, our general manager, Brandon Bean, still one of the best in the business, Sean McDermott. Still one of the best coaches in the business. Great record November, December, right? Yes, he still has to get it done in the playoffs, but you know what? Take a number. There's a lot of coaches that need to get it done in the playoffs. It's very hard to win a Super Bowl, right? So I look at that's how that's the analogy I look at the Bills right now. We're one of those those really nice, still phenomenal cars, but maybe we got some imperfections on the outside. But if you look on the inside, you look at the interior and you look at our, underneath the hood. Man, we could still rev it, right? We could still rev that engine. We still got plenty of horsepower left to go where we want to go, right? Um, we do have questions. Who doesn't, right? We we heard this from Kansas City last year. People writing them off last year, right? And and here we are again. We see it. Yo, know, Chris Sims didn't pick us to even make the playoffs. I mean, I, I find that ridiculous. You want to pick us to lose a division? That's fine. Even the Bills in the Super Bowl years missed the missed. They lost their division one year, and we still got to the Super Bowl. I could see, even see a scenario where that happens, right? So the question is, Whittle, and you notice this is better, better than anybody here. Are we better equipped? Even if we get in at 11 and 6, let's just use a worst-case scenario, right? Do we have what it takes to get to that next step? Over the Bengals, over the Chiefs, no matter where we played them. I don't care where we played them. It doesn't really matter with this team. So I feel like I we think- are. I've, so I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think we find that out this year. Uh, this is the year we find out exactly what this team is made of, right? Last year, we took we took a bunch of punches and we stood up as long as we could until, you know, we, we took that standing eight count. The Bengals moved on and we went home, right? Um, this year, we find out exactly how good this team is. We find out not and not just not just how good the team is. But what type of mental what what type of what type of mental fortitude this team has? How, how tough is this team? Is this team willing to to challenge? Is, is this team willing to be challenged and rise to the occasion and 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 meet that challenge head on and 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 uh, overcome it? Uh, I I think it is. Uh, a lot of questions have been asked about what are you guys going to do on that offensive line? What are you guys going to do at middle linebacker? Well, we're going to find out. Like. The pieces are in place. The talking stops because pads are strapped on, and football will be played this weekend. And it starts tomorrow night. Kansas City with uh, Kansas City and Detroit kick off the season this year, and um, you know we end off week one with with a game against the uh, the Jets. And you know, one fan base is going to be happy. One team's going to be happy. One team's going to be pissed. But um. I just want to let the Jet fans know, man. 0 1 is not that bad. You'll be fine. 0 1 is not that bad. Okay. We're here for um, you. <laughs> yeah, man. With that being said, um, we are at the we are close to the to the 90 minute mark. Um, so you know, I, I want to take this time to number one, say thank you to the guests that came through. Uh Viz popped in, uh, very knowledgeable guy. PD popped in, you know. He's the face of he's the face of Jets Twitter. That's my guy, PD. Real good dude. And Lee Sean popped in. Lee Sean has some 
some technical technical difficulties, but we're gonna do another show with him and and the rest of the four horsemen, and we'll get some uh we'll get some stuff going with that. But um yeah man, listen, y'all y'all know where to find this now. Like we here, okay? Every Wednesday from nine to ten, you can catch us. Now I know it's ten thirty now, but we got a bunch of guests, and this is a big game, the season opener. So um. Beyond, what you got for me? Listen, I think, quick prediction, we may be down late in this game. There's going to be some uncomfortable moments for us sitting in that stadium. But what does the great Pierre say from Buffalo Fanatics? Remember who we have. Joshua Patrick Allen and the offense leads us to a late 27-23 victory. And I fly home a happy man to California on Tuesday. That's my prediction. I like, it. I like it. I like it. I have, I, I like it. I have it a little different. Uh, I think this defense is better than what people think. Um, Leonard Floyd is an Leonard Floyd is an excellent run defender. Uh, they got Brees Hall. They 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 got Dalvin Cook for a reason. Um, Aaron Rodgers was his best. He, he went to the Super Bowl or one of his down statistical years, and the reason why is because that defense was excellent in Green Bay that year, and they ran the ball a lot. So I think they're going to try to recreate that this year. Uh, but we got to be good. At, but we're good against the run. We got Gregory Rousseau on one side. He's, a, he's probably our best our best uh, defensive end against the run. Leonard Floyd is, is a close second behind him um, as a run, defend, run defending uh, defensive end. You got Shaq Lawson, who's excellent against the run. Um, uh, Daquan Jones. Like, we could just keep naming guys. I, this is a challenge. Week one is a challenge, and I think the Buffalo Bills, uh, this this is a statement game for us. We need to go ahead and win this game because uh, a lot of people are counting us out. So with that being said, next week, we're going to talk about uh, the Vegas Raiders. We got the Vegas Raiders in week two, and um, I'm looking forward to that game because we should be 1-0. Home opener, too. I, I think mm-hmm. Yeah, home opening. Always special. Always special. It's going to be crazy. All right, so um, to everybody in the chat, Donna, Tommy, June, Dog, man, we appreciate y'all. All All of you. Whoever came in and viewed, man, thank you. Like and subscribe. Um, Hit the bell so you make sure that you get the content that we're putting out there. We got some other things popping off later on. Um... It's going to be a little different than the spaces, but it's still going to be good stuff, man. So thank you again, man. And for Widow 2K, man, and, and Brian Beyond, 716, man, we signing off, man. Thank you for tuning in to Coast to Coast. Thank you. Have a great night, everyone, and a great weekend. Go Bills. Go Bills.